We're talking today about the candle of love. This book is a book of love. Beginning in Genesis, throughout, to Revelations, there is love throughout this, this glorious book. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. And He says He came into the world not to shame the world, not to condemn the world, but He came into the world to save the world. He came to save us. That birth, that morning, that was for you and me over 2,000 years ago. Over 2,000 years ago so that we could have salvation. So we could be saved. Saved from our sins. Growing up, we might have... um, might have, had some times in our life in which we were punished for. I don't know about y'all, but I do know that happened to me more than once. Dad did have a way of getting my undivided attention. Someone said, yeah, when that belt is being pulled through those loops, that's the most terrible sound in the world. (laughs) So we have all made mistakes, and our parents would discipline us because they loved us. They wanted us to grow up to be good citizens, to be a good husband, to be a good wife. And so there was discipline in there. As we read the Word of God, there are times in there that the Israelis wondered drastically as a, as a believers. They wondered, they, they worshipped idols, which was the worst thing they could do. As the Word says... God is a jealous God. He is a provider for all we want and need. But He is also a jealous God. When we pick up worshiping other things such as things, we want to accumulate more and more things. Like I saw in one movie, this guy asked a very wealthy man, how many yachts do you really need? How many airplanes do you really need? But it's not just the rich. The rich, you know, they have, they have been blessed. They have worked hard. So many of them have worked hard, committed themselves and their skills to improving their life. That's what I was taught to do. And some people are better at it than others. I'm looking at Jim back there, and he's taken that, uh, the course by Dave Ramsey. And he has taught others. And he's learned himself on how to accumulate more money. But not in a way that the money is a God. Not that things are a God. There's wisdom that we all need as accumulating different personal items. So that we don't worship these things. God taught from the very beginning love. I'm going to read from the book of the Old Testament, Leviticus 
the 19th chapter, the 17th verse. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so you will not share in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your, your people. But love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. In the book of Deuteronomy, these are the commands, decrees, and laws the, the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing into Jordan to possess. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord with all your heart. Love God with all your might and with all your soul and with all your strength. Jesus' teachings were similar. The words are in some cases exactly the same. But from the very beginning, God was teaching His children to love one another. To love one another. First Chronicles, the 16th chapter, the 34th verse. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. So with Jesus Christ, the Savior... That was different. That was the news. That was the good news. Because God gave these words to the Israelis and they could not live by the words alone. They continued to sin. You know, uh, there are times that parents hurt immensely because their children are going through difficult, difficult times. We are His children. The Israelians were His children. And it hurt. It was transgressions against God Himself when they would worship false images, false gods. Even after they, they were released from bondage in Egypt, even then, even after the the miracles they saw, they still went back to those false gods because 400 years they had worshipped false gods. But God still loved them. He did not forgive them. He saved them because He loved them. There's no greater gift than the love. With the love, everything else, joy, peace, hope, it all stands on love. The love that He has for each and every one of us. And there's no exceptions to that. None whatsoever. This time of the year, for some families, this is an extremely emotional time. We know of those that have lost loved ones. Just recently, here at Christmas time. And you always feel sorry for them because this is such a time and a season of joy. 
the ones I know personally, they understand that their loved one is with Jesus Christ. They're having the best Christmas they've ever experienced. This is one that'll just be one for eternity, for they are with Jesus Christ. But it hurts. Grief hurts. And who is there to console us? But God Himself. Jesus Christ is there. Why? Because He loves us. Precious Jackie Fisher just had her service. And if, if there's a more godly person, I do not know. But it hurts the kids in their heart. It hurts them. The loss of my aunt, it hurts. And my cousin, it hurts. But we know that they are with Jesus Christ who came to this world to teach us about love. No greater love has a man that he would give his own life for another. And that's exactly what he did. Without a struggle, he took up his cross and went to Gethsemane without a struggle. And as he's hanging there, He's saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Why did he say that? Because he loved them. He was dying for them. He's dying for you and me. It was our sins that was draped on him, along with the sins of mankind. But he took that all upon himself without an argument. Each of the Gospels write the story of Christ's birth a little bit differently. So when we pull it all together, then we get the story of Christ. We get the story of Gabriel coming to Mary and how Mary immediately said, Your will be done. Did not argue, did not disagree, but with great courage immediately said, As you would will. Joseph was very obedient when the angels came to him and was told not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife. Simple people. Simple times. Time for Jesus Christ. Quietly, his birth in a manger. And then we see in Luke, we see in Luke where the angels, the Angels went to the shepherds, and they were so afraid. And yet they told them, bring you good news, great joy, for the Savior has been born. The Savior. And they left their flock, and they went to see Jesus. You see how these individuals give up whatever they were doing was not important enough for they wanted to see the price child. The wise men, they didn't come immediately as we portray it. The word says that when they showed up, they went to the house that Mary and Joseph and Jesus was in. 
We don't know what time frame, but based on the fact that King Herod said all babies, male babies under the age of two, were to be killed, then we might assume that it had been almost two years since Jesus was born. But that's not important. They had traveled long distance, long distance, to see the, the Holy One, the Savior of the world. In their wisdom, they knew this was not just a normal birth. All births are wonderful. But this is the Christ child. And they were not going to be denied in any form or fashion. They had their mission. They knew what they were going to do. Their compass was set. Their determination was set. They were not going home until they saw Jesus Christ. You and I need the same commitment that we're not going to quit that there's no matter what is happening in our life, we are not going to quit. We're not going to give up. Because with Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, with Him and with determination and the love that He has for us and the love we share with Him, all things are possible. All things are possible. Ask Mark Holock. He never wavered with his faith and his strength. A living example right there. We've seen it like with Granny. I saw it with Eva Carrigo. I saw it with Charlie Campbell. My Ellen. I've seen it. I've seen how their lives are changed. How they're able to be overcomers. And we're all going to have to be overcomers. Every one of us, in some form or fashion, are going to have challenges that we're going to have to be an overcomer. And just like Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds, just like the wise men, no matter what obstacle is thrown in our path, we will not be we will follow Jesus Christ. The devil will try any and all manners of diversions in your life. He doesn't play fair. He doesn't care about any rules. So you will have those challenges. But with Jesus Christ, you will be victorious. So today we love, we light a candle of love, we speak of love, and it is your responsibility and mine to carry the love with us for the rest of our lives. Share it with all mankind, for unfortunately there are way too many that do not know what you know and what I know about the love of Jesus Christ. If there's anyone today that would like to come forward and give their life to Christ, we ask you to come now when we have this invitational hymn. 
or if there's anyone that would like to rededicate their life and say, I want to start anew. I do not like the road I've been on. It is not the one that I'm proud of. 